Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. But do not text this week because we ain't live. We are many things, but we are not live this week. Okay? We are a recording. Mm-hmm. It's a free For rep. jokes, press one. <laughs> For music, press two. Okay. Um, can imagine goes. how many twos have been pressed around the country now. Oh, I know. That's a worry, isn't it? That's a worry. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, um, in there. Morning, Jim. Morning. Morning, morning, morning everyone. Morning, Richie. Oops. So, whoops. Drop something. I've dropped the pen. It's all right. I've picked it up. It won't be Do you know what that. I like about the prereq, as I believe the producer calls it, when she oh, okay. tries to sound a bit technical, Frank, like she knows okay. what she's doing? Mm-hmm. There's lots more food. We've yes. got all sorts here. More yeah, jelly babies. It's like a Hampton Court banquet. <laughs> I had sushi before you guys even got here. Do you think the people on the Titanic talked about the pre-wreck? <laughs> <laughs> it was great on the pre-wreck after. <clears throat> Not so good. It was damp. Yeah. In, in, in extreme. Mm. I, um... You all right? That wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. No, I just, want, I just I genuinely asking if you were all oh, right. Oh, yeah, I'm all right. You both drop your pens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, we've been sent some pens. Do you remember you got um, your uh, freebie of the uh, what was it called? The Peerless One Two Five. Peerless One Two Five. Yes, oh, I was. Yeah. I was well. sent for for new readers. I was sent a deluxe fountain pen. Well, I have in my hand a letter. We were sent a letter from Vlastimil Buzek. Hello, Emily and Alan. Hello, not, not Frank. Mm. My name is Vlastic, and I became a regular listener of your podcast. It came to my attention that Frank Skinner has a new fountain pen, and you haven't got any. Having recently purchased a whole box of disposable Bic fountain pens, I feel it is my moral duty to send a pair of pens to you two. Sharing is caring! Exclamation mark. Nice. Um, oh, I'm, I'm good, thanks, Vlastic. Oh, thanks so much. Oh, I've got a lot of pens, Frank. Okay, well, I'm happy to have. I'm, the, I'll have one. The letter carries on, <laughs> but it says, "P.S. Frank cannot have one," which is why I bring it to your attention. I, Whoa! I OMG. think it's a fun P.S. I think he's being funny. Okay, I've got what I call the trevi. But if Frank, fountain pens. If Frank can't have one and Emily doesn't want one, then that means Alan gets two, doesn't it? That's it's think, not that I, think I don't it want does. one. It's just that I've got a Dior pen. Have you? Yes. Mm. You've got your peerless one two five or whatever. I bet it's your called. writing smells lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of writing, I, I was uh, talking to a, a man this this last weekend, <laughs> and he said to me... Uh, I hope this is about writing rather than just a really clunky segue. No, no, it is about writing. <laughs> Speaking of writing, um, I was talking to a man. It sounds... Uh, I mean, stick around. I know, you know I don't encourage praise on this show, but he uh-huh. said to me, I, I, you know, I read your autobiography, he said, it's, I really, really enjoyed it. He said, I thought it was great. I said, oh, thanks very much. I was, you know, I was, mm. he didn't see... I, I've known him, he's a lovely bloke. He doesn't, you know, he's more of a physical man, man's man, than a a reader, I thought. But no, he was discerning in the extreme. (laughs) And I said, I I didn't didn't know you were, you know, a a reader, particularly. He said, well, I'm reading uh, War and Peace at the moment. Oh. Eh? Oh. And I actually heard myself say, unironically, which which is better, would you say? (laughs) What, your book, (laughs) or War and Peace? (laughs) Yes. Frank, how embarrassing. And he said to me, uh, oh, I, haven't, I haven't finished War and Peace yet. <laughs> <laughs> the we'll jury's see, out. We'll see how it goes with that one. <laughs> I, uh, so I said, yeah, but so far. It's, it's really hard to tell. 
Because I think it's fair to say War and Peace, it's a game of two halves. There's war. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then the scene. I'll be honest, I haven't read War and Peace, I don't think, but I've read your book, mm. and I prefer your book to most Russian literature. <laughs> there you go. I think. I think You can have that for the cover. I think, truthfully, most people would do. And yet again, in a pre record, I'm missing the opportunity to start a texting. Which, which is best? Yeah, <laughs> Frank's <laughs> book or Russian literature? And the great thing is, I just know <laughs> that uh, we'll have a lot of readers who have read War and Peace. Mm. Yeah. But they can always email us. You're not completely excluded. Don't think that for a second. But, you know, I got greedy. I wanted to be better than War and Peace. It reminded me... Well, I'll tell you what it reminded me of after after this, baby. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, yeah, it, um, that, that thing of trying, trying to get one over on Tolstoy <laughs> reminded me... I used to have the, um, the soundtrack album of the 1966 World Cup, Did which you? was match mm. commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, a series of interviews with the winning England team. It was a time when I had about eight albums, so I played it quite a lot. And I remember the interview Jeff Hurst. Now, Jeff Hurst has just scored a hat-trick in the mm-hmm. World Cup final. And I'll remember his words exactly. And they said, what a tremendous achievement, you know. And uh, I bet you'd love to do that for West Ham every week. Just a bit of, you know, bants. <laughs> bants. bants. Hashtag bants. Yeah, it was, it was Very bants. happy to see you using bants. <laughs> uh, it was just bants. One day uh, I ever thought I'd <laughs> see. But Jeff uh, picks it up and he runs with it. Jeff, I remember very clearly, he says, if, if I could score one or, or, or even two goals for West Ham every week, <laughs> this would be great. And it's always stuck with me that this would be great as as, as a concept. (laughs) Silly Jeff Hurst and his greediness. And, of course, he didn't do that. (laughs) And let that be uh, a lesson to any young kids that are listening. Don't silly, ask for too much Jeff in life. Hurst. Yeah. Infinitely preferable to compare your book to War and Peace. It's a strange yeah. thing to advise young kids. Don't try and be like Jeff Hurst. <laughs> yes, exactly. With these three goals in a World <laughs> Cup final. Where, how where how passe. On a compliment. You s- I'm, a bit, I'm like Frank. I'm a bit of a Dracula for a compliment. I crave them. Mm. Well, you seek where, them. Yes, I do. Where oh. do you stand on them? I, I think we're all like this, aren't we? We all ask for them and uh, and regret doing so, surely. I took my son to a martial arts, uh, sort of a drop-in class last week oh, that I was going to. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You I don't are. like to bang it's on like, about it's it. It's like being on a show with Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> it is a bit. <laughs> but on the it's way like back... It's like being on a date with Kill Bill. On the way back, I foolishly said, was it fun with the other guys? Because some of the other guys took him aside and taught him bits. And, and he went, yeah, yeah. And I said... Did they teach you stuff that you liked? And he went, yeah. I went, were they better at teaching you than me? Why did I say that? Because, yeah. of course, wow. he went, yeah. Like, really, really, just don't ask for the compliment. What an idiot. Yeah, I remember trying that. What do you like better, me or Peppa Pig? I said to my yeah. son. I was, I was going to lose that. So I'm going to lose that. Of course he was going to go pig. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I realise that now. And what I haven't talked about, actually, is, you know, I gave up... Um, Chocolate for Lent. You did knock the yeah. sweeties on the head. And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm back now. Back. So we have jelly, uh, jelly babies. We have jelly babies today. Um, but I, my first chocolate is always a bit of a moment after Lent. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. you can't have it till Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's a lot of it about. Presumably. There is. There is. But what I got my first chocolate from a um, a vicar, an Anglican vicar. I don't like the sound of this story. No. Is he trying to poach? 
Well, it was. I, I was actually. I, I went to an Anglican uh, service oh. on uh, on Easter Sunday. I was a bit of a faith tourist. Yeah, like an away <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like when you go and see like Real Madrid versus Barcelona, you know, you don't really <laughs> care who wins. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a change. So at the end of it, he came over to me. Very nice, the vicar, as vicars are, you know. Are they? He'd done one of well, those. I'll tell you what, I like. I'm, I'm a fan of the Jesuits, just so you know. Oh, okay. Well, they're, they're the very opposite, of course, of the Anglican <laughs> no, vicar. Oh, oh dear, awkward. <laughs> no, I love the Jesuits. <laughs> the Pope is a Jesuit. Oh, is he? Oh, oh they God, read yeah. a lot. Jesuits are very learned. Do they? they do. Anyway, Whereas the, the Anglican, say so it's a lovely book, but his 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 uh, his sermon was he held up a big egg like a cardboard egg and uh, it was like cracked and every part of the shell had got a, a different thing on it and you had to put it back together uh-huh. um, it's not my kind of work <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but at the work, end of it he Frank. gave me a chocolate egg and taking a chocolate egg from an Anglican vicar felt like Judas receiving the, the 30 pieces of silver I felt like really? I'd done something wrong and he was a lovely bloke as I think most Anglican vicars are did you uh, have it? Did I eat? Did I ate it. Yeah. All right. So it's not fan food, isn't it? <laughs> in that, in that Does it context. count as fan food if no. it's from an Anglican vicar? So. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> Anglican food. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I, it was milk chocolate as well, which is not normally how I work. Right. I thought you loved a milk. Oh. I do. I do. But when I've been off the chocolate for six oh, weeks... You I need the dark ramp. I, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I break myself in with some plain chocolate, which no one to be truthful, really likes. <sighs> likes? It makes me feel violently ill. Yeah, plain chocolate is... Hmm. Plain is well-named. Mm. And I usually have a bit of that, and I think, oh, and then, I, you know, I think any minute now, milk, and then lovely. But um, I went straight in. I love your approach to life. It's very <laughs> hair shirt, isn't it? <laughs> I won't have what I want immediately. No. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, I like that, though. You have a very good... You're very good at delaying gratification. But oh, I did. I took a sort of a... Pro- I, sort of, I took a Protestant shortcut. Oh. That's what I did. Which, um... I'm the opposite, of course. I'm, I, I want just, everything we can, just, we can just use that as a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sums up. We'll write that down. I'm the opposite, of course. Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, last week, some of our um, regular readers may recall, I talked about uh, uh, a rather tragic app I'd purchased oh. on my phone. Mm-hmm. What was that? £1.49. Oh, yeah. <laughs> poetry News Update. Oh, po- poetry News Update. so sad. Which, um, poetry News Update, we should call it. Of which there is no... Update. Still hasn't. Still and no still update. Not he? There has been no poetry news for three weeks. What's happened to poetry? Although this is pre-record, by the time this goes out, you could have no. like the worst thing is, as I've said, is it buffers. It buffers on me and builds up my hopes. Oh. Sounds like it's not downloaded properly. You know the me, wheel of fortune. The wheel of fortune buffering starts going round, and you think, <laughs> here it comes. It's going to be something about you know a, a, John Cooper Clark, a statue of um, yeah. Louis McNeese, and then uh, nothing. Oh, I've actually, um, I'll tell you what I did. I, I had a, a thing come from, um, who's, who, who sells you your apps? I beg your pardon? iTunes? iTunes, oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, they sent me a well, receipt. providers are available, yeah, aren't they? I'm sure. I don't know, are they? Um, so they sent me a, a, an app receipt for it. One forty nine. I Rob love the way you say they sent me like there's men in a room saying we better get that receipt together well, for uh, Frank Skinner. When it come in, and someone must press the button. 
So anyway, it came, and I, th- it, I thought it was rubbing my nose in it, the 149 thing. So I thought, what I'll do is I'll forward this to my personal assistant uh-huh. and then ask her to point out to them that the Poetry News update is not updated. Uh-huh. So, um, Did she fire off a message? So I said, when you get back to work, could you tell them that Poetry News update is not functional? <laughs> and then I pressed um, reply, and I sent it to um, <laughs> iTunes. Oh, how did that work out? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard back from them yet. I don't know oh. if they're going to think, oh, that's obviously not meant for us, and or thought, hold on, not functioning. Let's sort this one out. Mm. Oh. But I'll keep you... Um, I, we haven't heard anything. No no one's offered... Because no. I asked for no. help. There's been nothing. There's been no help. There's been no Poetry News Update update. I think it is a scam, honestly. Yeah. What a rubbish scam. <laughs> but I like the fact that we're now updating you on the fact that you've updated... You've well, I'm going to be... We're going to use a word gonna, update a lot They're clever, the though, Al. It's a targeted crime, because they know the sort of lovely gentle types that would download the poetry app aren't going to get aggressive about chasing yeah, well, down we'll that see. money we'll misjudged <laughs> frank though they've misjudged frank we'll see about that i'll tell you because um i see myself sleeves up. i'm the champion now of, the, of other victims i mean uh, imagine how many people have bought that app you're probably the hardest of I'm all probably the, the only oh. person <laughs> no, Al, please imagine how many people have bought that app anyway. i don't need to i think i know them all I'm going to see. My, I see myself as a bit like Joanna Lomley with the Gurkhas. Oh yeah, I have to fight their corner. That did not work out that well, though, did it? Well, I think didn't it? Well, they got here and then they all were unhappy. So yeah. Well, I don't. Mind. If if the updates came and I didn't like them, <laughs> I can't argue with that. But they right. they now come, as they say in the Caribbean. <laughs> and uh, that, that, Obama. That's what uh, that's what breaks my heart. Skinner. Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. On the poetry front, oh, I know yeah. people are saying, oh, it's such a word, Absolute Radio, they're always going on about poetry. But, <laughs> um, I heard Christian O'Connell do a long thing the other day about Wordsworth's The Prelude. Mm. Went mm-hmm. on and on. But, you know, it was done with passion. Um, I... When I was a a schoolboy, I was uh, very into these. Um, I had two books called Penguin Modern Poets. One was okay. the Mersey Poets. Do you remember those guys, Roger McGough? And, oh yes, right, yeah. yeah. And that, and the other one was the Beat Poets. Oh yeah. I actually read one out in the school assembly. It was uh, Lawrence Ferl and Getty's "Sometime During Eternity." Do you know it? No, I don't. Anyway, so I um, those books got lost in the mist of time. I recently went on eBay and rebought them. Oh, because they're out of print now. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gone. Surprises me. Yeah. I bet they were quite battered. They wouldn't have been MIB, as I believe it's called in the trade. What Mm. is MIB? Mint in box. Mint in box. No, toys normally. They weren't mint in box. BNWT, brand new with tags. Although I bought some matchmakers and they (laughs) still in the box. (laughs) Mint in box. it's a lovely joke. Um, yeah. So, so tell me about the Shred poetry. It's that the sentence can sound like it means think, exactly the opposite of I what the words in it are, isn't I'd it? I prefer mint in box. No, I always walk like this. So. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> but thanks for the tip. But also, I also bought, you may recall, I think I told you about this, I bought a Dan Dare set off eBay, which was a toy I had when I was a kid. I do think oh, I remember right, this, yeah. yes. Yeah, it was a thing that you used to do Morse code on to mm. um, contact people in outer space. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I'm not saying it, it did. You listen to Absolute 50s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I also, um, I've just noticed these things. I've, I've also bought some um, back issues of TV21 comic. Oh, right. Which oh. had stuff like Thunderbirds and yeah. that in it. And I think I've, I've gone into Rewind on my life. Definitely regressing. Mm. Why? And I'm not a nostalgic man. It's just Aren't I just, you? No. What? No, I tell you. <laughs> oh, I've really misread Or as you. we used to say. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, and I'm rereading um, The Pickwick Papers, which is a book oh, I read many years. You're living in the past, Frank. I am. It's absolutely ready for the decade I think it's rather nice, though. Is I it? love a Ladybird book. Yeah. W- nice. Would you read one now? No. Do you see that's it? <coughs> I think I'm going the same way as Angus Young from ACDC. You know, oh, the, one, yeah. you know the one in the school uniform? Yeah. <laughs> he probably thought it'd be nice short trousers this weather. That's yeah. a cap. <laughs> cap <laughs> looks all right. Controls my hair. Yeah, Why exactly. Not? Don't... Don't want to look a, too scruffy at Don't start... Being one of those collectibles people, no. you know, when there's too much stuff in the house, yes. and everything's dirty and dusty, mm-hmm. and I won't be coming round. No, but then you get on a Channel Four documentary about hoarding. Yeah, and I might be glad of the work at that stage <laughs> if I can't get out the house due to newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they like. They, they love a they newspaper. Love them hoarders. Yeah, like the entire room is shrunk by the yeah. width of a newspaper, isn't it? It's just I had a friend who's, uh, whose wife was one of them hoard. Well, he said it was his wife. We always wondered. Frank, don't say Hang sentences on. like that y- before you You sure you didn't mishear her? Mishear him? What? He called his wife a hoarder. <laughs> oh, definitely a hoarder. <laughs> no, I believe he called it one of them hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> one of them hoarders. <laughs> so we went round his house and you had to walk sideways down the hallway because of the stuff piled, piled like oh. magazines. And I remember the whole work surface was covered in buttons. Oh. Was it fun? It was actually, it was slightly terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about that? About that, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better live, this show, do you think? I don't know. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Not like it when it gets weird like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm all I right. think we just carry on analysing it as we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah. That's the way I play. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. How do you feel about rereading books, by the way? Oh, I've got nothing again it. You see, I kind of think no, none of us know how long we've got left. Shouldn't we be reading new books, not reading books we've already read before? Yeah, but the flip side of that is we don't know how long we've got left. If if a book you enjoyed is worth a revisit, you, that could yeah. be time well spent, couldn't it? It's a bit if like it makes saying, you happy. Oh, I've seen that friend, I won't see them again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've, that's the policy I have adopted, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> I so, read, I see, so I see. I've been reading yeah. Tom Baker's uh, autobiography. Again? This week. And, um, it's a strange purchase choice. Yeah. It's meant to be great. Is I've it? had that recommended it's to me brilliant. by so many people. It's the most brutally honest book. and He's really hard on himself. But he has got no sense of direction. And he's frightened of water. Wow. <gasps> Two things I share with Tom Baker. That's so like you. And you've both been in Doctor Who. And we've both been, he's, he's, been, he's been in Doctor Who, he definitely. Yes, definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, basically... Has he got no sense of direction as well? Well, he, um... He said... But, but people say that to me and then they've got a bit of... They don't know what it's like to have none. I mean, I... I tell you when... Here's the thing. When I pull off the motorway, I have a bit of a panic. 
You know, when you get to that bit, if you get, this is at the services. Imagine what's like for the people sitting behind you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm driving along to the services, and, and then suddenly it says on the floor, fuel or cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, and I've been driving for, uh, whatever, 30-odd years, I always think, well, hold on, I want fuel, b- but I am a car. <laughs> Which one of the... And I have a bit of a... Oh, and I have ended up, you know, and you can end up with the fuel thing, and it's just big lorries. Oh yeah, you and big lorries—that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, I always rather like it. Everyone's been a car in the big lorry bit. Oh, that's not just you. We all feel your pain. The trouble is, you know, that the people driving the big lorries are not the sort of people who think, "Oh, that's unfortunate." Yeah, they've made. Can I be honest? I've always found they're charming to me. Well, <laughs> <I always laughs> like the big lorries. Maybe so. Yeah, but um, even though I like country and western music. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't seem to bond with me at all. Anna Yorkie. That, you'd think. Even, even the ones with York. one of those grubby teddies on the front. Oh, I love a grubby teddy. What about those Michelin man? Remember you used to have a Michelin man on them? The, yeah, I, it's I, changed I, now. It's all laptops whilst driving. <laughs> I used to feel so. You never get a pennant. So I used to get pennants oh, in yeah. the back of the cab. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I had some pennants for a, a German football club as I was growing up because I've got uncle that lives in Germany. I think oh. FC Hamburg. Some pennants. I Jermaine. always think of and, uh, yeah. and um, FC Hamburg. I had some pennants from uh, my, lo- no my parish priest. <laughs> <laughs> Ten Al Marys. <laughs> no one congratulated me on my football joke. Sorry, I sorry. I Emily. said Jermaine when you said pennant. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I heard it. Oh, I think you just it was didn't a, like it. I didn't think it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was just a name check. <laughs> no, it was a joke. She was saying it was um, a Jermaine reference. Your sense of direction is. So bad. It is bad. I'm going to start calling you Wrong Direction. That's my name. <laughs> That's your tribute band. That's your One Direction tribute I, band. I see what's happened. When I walk with Kath down the street, she honestly points all the time. She like indicates, like in, you know, you know, hand signals. Right where we're going. So she'll stick out her right arm, honestly, to point <laughs> right, so I, so I know which way to go. And she doesn't even think about it now. She instinctively does oh. it. It's, I, you wouldn't it's a shame she can't point to various landmarks so that you know, sort of, and we turn left at this post box. Look, there's the post box. I can't box. take on that kind of. <laughs> oh, so that wouldn't help him. How long have we been going to breakfast yeah. on this show? Five years. Mm. How many times have you ever got the direction right? You turn no. right all the time. And but we it's go an illness. It's, it's, like, it's like taking the mickey out of somebody with a hot back. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It's just uh, mm. there. No, that is bad doing that. You both look <laughs> looking at me like, well, it depends on the circumstance. No. You can't do that. Them days are gone. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, this sense of direction thing of which we spoke culminated the other night when um, I was driving us back, me, Kath, and and Boz was in his um, child seat, and we were driving back. There were two spaces in our road. Um, And I was driving, and I said, which space should I go in? She said, just, I said, which space should I go in? And it all got a bit, I felt myself go, which space, which one should I go in? I love it when you use that tone of voice. Yeah, well, she doesn't. No. <laughs> no. So she went into sulk. And, I, and and what I was actually asking her, which I didn't, was which one is nearest to our house? Right. But oh. I didn't know. Because you were sort of lost on your own street. I was lost on my own street. Such a shame. I've never felt sorry for you before, but now I do. Thanks for I, that. I have. <laughs> Thank you. When was that? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it on Okay, air. okay, fair enough. So, um, but the terrible panic of it. 
I couldn't find my own oh, house. Man. And as we know, as we've learnt recently, all boys should come home, please. What? That was the, the mnemonic that someone sent us last oh, week to remember man. the six <laughs> wives of Henry VIII. Yeah, do you remember that, what they are? All wives oh. should come, all, all boys should come home, oh, please. please. yeah. Do you remember the wives? Well, obviously uh, I know them. Catherine of Let's Aragon and Aragon. Berlin. Berlin. All boys should... Yeah, come on. Seymour. Yes. Com. Yeah. Cleves. Cleves. Home, Howard. <laughs> Please, Pa. Well <laughs> done, Frank. You got them all right. And when I visualise it, I Could actually... Could with me looking through my brain while he was... <laughs> no, well, I was... I was very obviously going through a Rolodex. Can I just say I obviously knew them all? Well, congratulations. Nash. I, in, also instinctively, I've left the comma before Catherine Parr because oh. she outlived him. So mm. the comma seems right yes. to me. yes. But yes, it's 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 an illness. Oh, by the way, but, um, I, if um, you know, I've, I, I I get things sent me. Oh yeah. I was sent a very fine book called Space Helmet for a Cow. Okay. By Paul Kirkley, which, as you probably guessed from the title, is the history of the Doctor Who TV series. Oh, is it? Yes, and I am very much enjoying it. So that's lovely, isn't it? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm doing well just lately on the things. You are. I wonder There's what's coming that, next. <laughs> someone that got a constantly pen says don't send me a anything. Doctor Who book. Yes. Mm. Okay, that's lovely. Yeah, but you know, it's bringing me pleasure. Mm. And I've got pleasure. a handbag, pair of shoes. You know, money can't buy perfume. pleasure. Let's face it. Actually, yeah, we've we've done all right on smellies through Emily. Actually, you got your free pen. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. But don't text us today because we're not here. All this happened a couple of days ago. Sorry, but you know that's life. Well, that on. told them, Frank, didn't it? Yeah. I just don't want them, you know, sending in text to an empty room. How, no, how pathetic. No, it's you're awful. quite firm with them, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we can. Don't think. I don't think. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a cold? No, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine. Imagine me having to listen to you all the time. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can Carry I just on. say, on the subject of reliving your life and having a cold, my <laughs> wife and I, my wife had a cold recently, and we've both ended up having a trip down memory lane by saying, I'll have a return to get to Nottingham, please. Oh, the 70s advert. I'm amazed you're old enough to Tunes even know that. Help me breathe more easily. I'll have a return to get to Nottingham, please. Is it two <laughs> I'm sorry to be a pedant. I think so. I mean, we did oh, YouTube. I thought it. it was one. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> text in. No, don't text no, don't. in. No, don't. text, text in. in. We're not here. Anyway. Stop it. Stop it. Too late. Anyway, what is it that you think? Anyway, before you decided <laughs> I had a cold... Yeah? Uh, <laughs> like, can that be one of your characters who's not remotely famous, your impressions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that guy that's always got that cold who's on, who does an English... <laughs> it's all right, I can use that, can use that. Yeah, yeah. Thing. A little... Yeah, always like, looking for I'm a new voice. That. Add that to I'm your collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about Madonna, was what I wanted to talk about. No, 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 we can do Richard, Richard, doing Richard the Third in uh, not. Yes, I'm doing it. Um, I'm doing him with a cold. Oh, really? Yes. Um, he's got. He hasn't got the hump or the limp or anything. I thought a cold's enough. It's enough, isn't it? To suggest illness. If that was at the Edinburgh Festival, I'd pay eight pounds to go and yeah. see that. No, no, we can do Richard the Third in not. Yes, I'm doing it. 
Harlem Hill. Anyway, should we talk about Madonna? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and all the clowns that were on the phone. All right, stop it. get him off. I can't help it. I always talk about it. Yes. A terrible cold, Richard III had. Well, I mean, it was windy in those days. Very drafty in Some those castles. Some people do sound like they've always got a cold. Mm. They do. Gabby Rosalind, a bit like that. Does she? I won't lie, yeah. Mark um, Thingy, who does football focus sometimes. What's he called? Who Northern, Northern bloke. Um, oh, Bugatch no. is gone, he's gone ITV. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, he has. All true. right. <laughs> What's he called? Um, oh, Chapman. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. He, he's very like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, you were saying let's Lady not put Madonna. Madonna in the corner. Lady no. Madonna. It's her time. Yes. Uh, is had, it? She's had a bit of publicity. Well, she's this week. It's not like her. <laughs> 56. She well, she normally favours the J.D. Salinger approach. Yeah. She's letting the work speak for itself. She's a lot like but that. no. A lot. Um, she was at Coachella. <laughs> Are you familiar with the concept of Coachella? Can I say I saw the headline which said, <laughs> Madonna kisses Drake at Coachella. Yes. Um, I thought it's not going to be a doc show. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Had you heard of Drake, Frank? I hadn't heard of Drake or Coachella. I was clutching on Drake or Coachella. I was no, clutching on to Madonna, like, like you know when you see when you see at the end of a shipwreck and there's a man holding onto a floating wardrobe. Yeah, it was like that. Thank God for Madonna because nothing yeah. else in this sentence means a damn thing to me. Um, Let me explain Coachella. It's one of those festivals. Mm. You know those people that wear aviator shades and. Uh, do jobs like club promoter. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. It's those sort of people. Someone described. Someone those said of them. And that's where they all gather. Yeah, they all go there. Someone said, "I haven't right. seen so many people without jobs since the Great Depression," which I rather <laughs> like. Um, they sound like people have all been out with Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> that's exactly who it is. Okay. Anyway, so she was performing there, and with Drake. Madonna was. Yes. And where was Coachella? Was she back at home? <laughs> yeah, she was. She's that vampire football manager. <laughs> she she runs the women's FA. Why is it called Coachella? Because that's the name of the area, I believe. Oh, I, hate, a it. Place. I hate it when that oh, happens. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> hate it somewhere because it's called something. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> try, a bit, I hate try it. a bit harder. Latitude is not in the area of latitude. What about Glastonbury? It? Glastonbury's in Glastonbury. Yeah, they've yeah, done it. Woodstock. They've used up. They've used up that idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't last. Why? Because they named it after the local area instead of going for something witty. I'm not sure that was the problem, but... Wasn't that it? <laughs> Why did it start Woodstock? It's popular, wasn't it? Uh, I would say this be a texting if we were live. I believe there might have been some incidents. I think no, that's incidents. Old, that was Altamont. Where no, I think there were Woodstock some, incidents there was some as bad well. incidents at Woodstock, Woodstock yeah. in, Was there? We'll Google them in the break. I don't think there was bad stuff at... Uh, <laughs> At Woodstock. Well, yeah. Okay, well, I'll look into it. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Anyway, we're in the terribly named Coachella Festival, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, Madonna's performing with Drake, and she tends to wear no, pants. No, Drake. Drake. Yes. Who is. Well, <laughs> can I just Who's say, right? I also was wondering the same thing, and whilst reading the uh, Daily Mail article about Madon Madonna and Drake, yeah. Drake is described as Drake, the truffle <laughs> butter singer. Yes, so he, my guess he, is that he's a foodie, yeah? He look, <laughs> I thought he looked like a bit of a truffle so butter. Like, yeah. Well, I love the truffle butter. He's a, I like he's it a rapper. poured over foie gras. Is it to describe him in that way, Days? Yeah. Is that what it is? He is likes it? truffle butter. Yeah, and it's hard to get. But I go to a little shop, he gets it in, and it's sweet. Mm -hmm. But a little bit off. It always smells... Yeah, that's I, know I, mean. it, I know yeah, it, I know it. 
Still going, the rapping. Can you believe it? Yeah. It's easy, isn't it? And that's why he sold five million albums. Five million? That is a lot of fans of Truffle Butter. It's not Charlie Drake, it's Drake. They're like presenters, aren't they? You know the way you get, like, comedians who who, who do jokes? And then you get presenters who just talk. Broadcasters, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then you get singers who can sing, and then you get like the presenter version of the singer is the rapper. Yeah, and I like you know I used to be obsessed with the gangsters. <laughs> I did. I've got, I can show you. I've got loads of albums of, of rap. But I didn't think it would last. I thought that was your euphemism for when you had gangrene. <laughs> you were obsessed with the gangsters. I haven't had the I haven't had the gangrene for a long time. <laughs> Germaline, that was the way forward. Carry mm. on. So, so he's just sort so of he's fairly he's standard big. issue. Yeah, he talks about. Money and is he American? his fame and his and women. Is he American? He's Canadian, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that one. Same mm. difference. Okay. He could be my specialist subject or mastermind. <laughs> I'm doing rather well. Anyway, Drake. Um, he's he's quite. I describe him as all the rage, Frank. Okay. Right now. He's all. You, the rage. you understand that? Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. He's very on trend. And yeah. Madonna likes teaming up with them when they're all the rage. Yes, she, she yeah. does. Oh God, yeah. doesn't she just? Yeah. So she put the pants on. She was on the stage. Mm. She was stomping around in a pair of knickers, basically, on the stage. Mm. But she looked, um, I thought she looked attractive. Looked well. Good oh. legs, good pair of pins. Well, she's mm. my, you know, she's my catchment area now, mid-fifties. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. You start looking at people out with their mum and think, oh, she's all right. You mean the mum? Mm-hmm. It's, I've, that's happened to me. It's happened to I'm me. I'm one of the lucky ones. It's happened to me when <laughs> reading about Harry Styles. Frank! <laughs> <laughs> one of the lucky ones. No, I do. You find yourself... <laughs> you know, I want. I, I I like people look a bit lived in. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so she's on stage. She's he's on stage. sitting in a chair in a slightly yeah, yeah, I didn't get come that join bit. the cabaret yeah. vibe. I it, don't know what was going on it there. Was odd. It was looked like they were doing a vent act, and she <laughs> yeah. suddenly sprung up from his yeah. lap, left him sitting there like a fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was looking slightly upset on that chair. I felt. It, yeah. And suddenly. With no warning. Waiting for someone to throw him some bread. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. She grabbed him in what can only be described as a headlock. Yes, I know, I watched, I did watch this. Have you seen the kiss? She kissed him on the mouth. She fell on the mouth. Very much on the mouth. For a while as well, not like a That was what was was wrong with it, you see. It was a chunk of time, wasn't it? I watched it and I thought, phew, that's a bit, um... Bit racy? (sighs) (laughs) Still, it was going on. I mean, it Mm. went on too long. It felt the audience started talking amongst themselves. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit Olympics opening ceremony. Yeah, on the TV coverage, it had an mm. advert break. They sold. <laughs> Came but, back, they're um, still in the same <laughs> I, I, I didn't... What did you think of it? Was you all well, right he, he was writhing. He did not look happy after it. He did that thing like... <clears throat> you know, like... He looked disgusted. Like There's a no kid reason. that's just tried squid thought, or something like that. I thought like there that. was a, yeah, a yeah. slight hint of... <laughs> I'll be all right in a minute. I'm a <laughs> oh, no, I'll be all right. Just like, give me some air. Give me some. <laughs> give me some. <laughs> it was looked a bit like that. It did. No, I don't know about you, but I'd quite like to be kissed by, by Madonna just for the brag of saying yeah. I've been kissed by yes. Madonna. But he looked. He lo- I'll tell you exactly what he looked like. It reminded me of the facial expressions you and Alan pulled when I took off my jumper in the studio that time. <laughs> no, but that was concern for you because you mm. forgot about the um, the what's it called radio. Oh, uh, the webcam. Webcam, webcam. Yeah. yes. Oh, God. The modern world gets more complicated. <laughs> Where's my damn dare set? <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, 
I think Drake will be fine. I really think he will. Oh, I think he will, yeah. I think he'll recover. But what, if he think get some, what if he got something? A bug. If he got some sort of illness now, if oh, you want to blame yeah. it on Madonna. Yeah. Oh. Oh, dear. Mm. Can I tell you what I objected to? Not her age, obviously, but I objected to seeing anyone kissing like that in public, quite honestly. I'm getting like you, Frank. I don't want to see that. Well, look, I know you can't always reverse the sexual role things no. on these, but if you imagine me on stage... Mm. In underwear, mm-hmm. and let's say that was <laughs> twenty-eight. Let's say it was Lady Sovereign. <laughs> Lady Sovereign <laughs> sitting on that chair. Not heard Can of I her tell for you a what, while. If she got a phone call asking to be on stage <laughs> okay, with you. That, I maybe that cry with happiness. Okay, maybe let's say Miss Dynamite he. <laughs> yeah. And I went over and suddenly snogged her like that. I think I'd. Uh, that would be it for me. I'd yeah. be finished. Yeah. But Madonna, would be Madonna's crushed, always been a big kisser of people. She oh, kissed she Miley, kiss. she kissed um, yeah. Kylie, anyone who rhymes. <laughs> yeah, Drakey. Yeah. Don't Miley, tell me Kylie. they hadn't planned that. Ron Wiley, he's the manager. No, they have planned it. I don't think Michael Smiley, she kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Wiley. Good. Ron Wiley. What about Pete Wiley? Oh, oh yeah, Pete Wiley, yeah. she kissed him, yeah. yeah. Um, Did we lose him, maybe? Are we going to carry on with Did this? Did we lose We're going to just think of other people. I hope not. Cool. I've just got to think of people that rhyme now. Carol Smiley? Carol Smiley. <laughs> she, oh, she gave her such a snog <laughs> that um, I think her ears bled. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, you know, do you remember when I kissed Greg Davis on Let's Dance for Comedy? Yeah, that's Relief? exactly what I was thinking of. And did you get his permission first? No. Well, I think we both did it as because we were desperate because we weren't getting many laughs. And I think I admitted that soon afterwards. Panning for laughs, I think. Yeah, we, we were just thinking, this, this isn't going well, let's do that thing that... Um, Frank calls it, you go cheap and you do. go loud. He told me that one. It really? is, it's, it's a desperate yeah. cry for help, kissing somebody like that. It reminds me, I saw a play. Well, I didn't see the play. I was, I was, I was in a play, and I was talking to my dresser. Mm-hmm. And, All right, um, Tom Courtney. And uh, he'd said to me he'd been in a play which was going so badly that the man suddenly, one of the actors suddenly stopped the show and said to the audience, let's have a big round of applause for the police. <laughs> 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 Just completely random <laughs> public servants to try and get the crowd sort of awake. Oh. And that's what the kiss was like. Basically, Madonna called for a big round of applause for the police when oh, she kissed dear. Drake. It was. What's the radio you know, equivalent a... when you're really desperate and things are going badly? I'm quite happy with that. I think we're going to have to start using that if a link yeah. doesn't go well. For me, I just call for poetry news update <laughs> <laughs> references if, things are, if I feel I'm, I'm, I'm lost in the wilderness. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. I tell you what. Yeah. Oh, before I do it, on the kissing um, topic. Yeah. My girlfriend, Kat, says that before I kiss her, I always um, lick my lips. Oh, yeah. Something she's found a bit off-putting. A Doberman pincher. Yeah, always a last, last... Last lick of the lips before I go in. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. It's a good job you haven't got a beard. Like, if I did that, I think my wife would just be reminded of the twits. You know, like, oh, he's got a bit of mackerel or something in there. No, the I'm having twits. a little snack. Oh, if, my, boy, if my boyfriend licked his it's lips, the Roald Dahl Ill. thing, isn't it? Oh, Roald Dahl. I never read children's <laughs> books. <laughs> Comics. The two things you do pick strange things to get morning. angry about. Oh, Coachella, Roald Dahl. <laughs> I, can't I, can't see. I don't get it with Roald Dahl. Why? It's what good. do you mean you don't get it? Why do people read books when they're children? They should be reading comics. 
Read books when you're an adult, but don't read children's books. Very responsible advice there. Well, I just for the kiss, as you say. The the strange thing about it was the angle. Like she's actually standing behind him while he's sitting in the seat. It's an odd angle for his neck. What Mm. the trouble is with that is usually the saliva it sits in the indentations Mm -hmm. in the lower mouth, but that hers must have just been draining out into him like a drain pipe into her open. I thought it was only me that kissed people from that angle. I do it (laughs) everybody that I pass that's in a seat. If they're in a seat, I always. Well, I don't, them for I three don't seconds. come from the side. I pull their heads about and do a sort of upside down kiss like Spider Man right. 1. That's why I very quickly <laughs> lost my job as a barber. It's one of the reasons. Yeah, the barbers, <laughs> you can't do that in the barbers. At least they've got, they got a cape on to get some of the saliva. She won't wear a cape these days, not after what <laughs> happened to her. <laughs> What happened with the cape? <laughs> you never, they, they I don't want it, to know. They, they tied it too tight oh, and then yes, the dancers pulled her down the stairs. She fell over. He wasn't yeah. fell over. She wasn't cutting his hair. When we cut in on this thing, <laughs> had she been cutting his hair? Is that why you were sitting in the chair? <laughs> that would be great. It's like some sort of a terrible waiting room to be kissed <laughs> by Madonna. <laughs> magazines. <laughs> I'm just reading National Geographic. Has she kissed... Has she kissed Miley yet? <laughs> It's wrong as well, just forcing yourself on people. Uh, also, I also lick my lips really quickly if I'm mm. about to sneeze. Do oh, you? Yeah. When I feel the sneeze coming, I'll <laughs> quit. Because I'm always worried about my lips are going to split. You know when you do one of those Ooh, sneezes yeah. and, and, oh... You do a lot of lip licking, don't you? <laughs> oh, I've, lip got licking. A, I've got a tongue like an anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do we go to the emails? <laughs> Let's do that. You know what we need first. <laughs> Uh, we've uh, we've got a whole batch of emails that are uh, yes. they're just there in the corner. Uh, hello, Mr. Radio, Divine Miss Emily Cox Bortif. Mm. Having recently moved from Fulham to Sydney, turning left on the way in Natch, I was out on lunch with a few colleagues recently where we each took turns identifying another person on the table as a brand. I was called Royal Dalton. Oh. Without having intimate knowledge of this reader, how would you interpret that? Also, which brands do you identify the others on the show as? Be honest, as uh, because as an absolute favourite once said, the house of delusions is cheap to build but drafty to live in. Praise, etc. Deleted, Monty. Monty. Well, Monty. Wow. Thank That's you, so Monty. Much. Great name. So much. What was that quote again? The house of delusions is cheap to build but drafty to live in. There you go, now I've given you the full Monty. Um, Excellent. Is that work. one of your quotes, Frank? No, no I don't uh, think so. It's A. Houseman, I think. Oh, I see. It's who did you say? Who a. Said a. Houseman. It? Many old age pensioners now are racing into the garden <laughs> looking for a air raid shell. In case you don't I'm, know, I'm that not if, sure they're listening. If to the show. That, that's the alarm that goes if off. The dawn is bearing down on you. If ever that poet is mentioned, um, that we have a, there's an AOS alarm that goes off. Yes. And it goes off once a show, which is why it didn't go off then. So, so okay. were you pretending to oh. not? Shall I call him the Shropshire lad poet? A bit like the uh, what was what was thing he called? The butternut squash, <laughs> the truffle star. butter singer. Oh, truffle butter, yeah. <laughs> I know it was something. Like that. She gave him a butternut squash. <laughs> I know that much. I, know, I say I know, I know. I say I know that much. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, We're on the emails. D- 
this brand oh, yeah. thing. I've heard. I someone told me that they'd been to a, a job interview, mm-hmm. and um, they they were asked, "What's your brand?" It's the kind of thing you say to people, isn't I it? I said it to Ch- when Charlie started. Charlie's not with us today. Well, I'm glad um, you added today at the end. That sounded awful. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> because we're I don't know if I told you we're not live today, so don't text us. Um, but she won't she won't come in in the week. <laughs> oh, exactly. She's part, a bit grand in the week. It's part of her brand, isn't it? I think she's on the house arrest. <laughs> I remember vividly, we were sitting there and you suddenly said, out of nowhere, we were talking, oh, what are you doing on Tuesday? Oh, I don't know. What's your brand, Charlie? Yeah, it's, I think it's a good opening to, you know, learning about someone's personality, asking them what mm. their brand is. I didn't really mean to compare it to... I didn't think you, you were supposed to come up with an already extant an brand. brand. I thought, But I like their idea. Royal Dalton I associate with lavatories. Really? Yeah, don't oh, they no, make... Don't nice China? Oh, maybe I you're right. I associate with nice China. I think they make toilet yeah, bowls. I th- I, to be honest, I don't think it's uh, it's great for Monty. If, if somebody said to me, like Royal Dalton, I'd think that, that could mean that you're, you know, old and fragile, couldn't it? To mm. a certain extent. Oh, sounds like it could be my brand. Could he be Chinese, Monty? Could he Monty. be a sort of fine China type of... Oh, maybe. Maybe. Can mm. I tell you what I think your brands are? Alan... I know it might sound a bit of a cliché. Uh-oh. Uh, I think you're sort of a Werther's original. Because you're very... Original? <laughs> no, you're and reliable and trustworthy. Worthless originals. What are called? Worthless originals. Nothing else like them, but that's good. Frank, you're John Lewis. John Practical Lewis. Practical but classy. I thought you were going to say uh, never knowingly undersold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> that, that's yours, never knowingly overcharged. <laughs> What's my brand? I think yours is sort of Jean-Paul Gaultier. Oh, lovely. Ooh, that's the way I'm seeing it. Hasn't he been disgraced? No. <laughs> not, not in our house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what I mean is, is trivial by choice, not by necessity. Lovely. Right. That's a good strap line. I'll carry mm. that with me for life. There nice. you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have actually once said to me in the past that my... Uh, my my presence is sort of like I'm just visiting, like I'm only popping in. Hmm. That worried me. I don't know how many hours I've plagued myself thinking... Really? Oh, mean, God. Is he saying I'm aloof? Is people like... people often say things to me. I remember that time when you said to me, and I don't remember <laughs> it, and, and it's nagged at them forever. What a, what a git I am. <laughs> git I am is what I'm going to start calling myself. Oh, yeah. In, in <laughs> tribute to Will I Am. When you're a judge on The Voice. Is that some great. of your... <laughs> if I, yeah, they know what they're getting, don't they? Git I... Oh, I oh, should have think what git I am is going to say about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of your your speeches have been life changing for me. Oh, oh um, it's true. Oh, um, do you, what was that? What was that from? Oh, used em. to be a, a yeah. Used to be a TV show, The Gloms. Oh, was it? And it was about this couple, and used to go, oh, um, yes. Can we give a big round of applause for the police, please? <laughs> <laughs> As long as we don't have to play them, I'm happy with that. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, yes, I, I think Alan's brand is probably Packamac. <laughs> Packamac. Do you remember Packamac? Yes, yeah, that's very good, Frank. Practical, Uh-oh. but um, not in your face. If you know what I mean, they only bring them out when when required. All right. You always know he's there. Yeah. If you need him. Exactly. Do you, can you still mm. get a Packamac? Yeah. Uh, they used to fold oh, yeah. into a tiny... Probably not in the London area. No. I think no. 
The Lake District, that's where you could buy something like that. I think mine is a calibre. It's what's left behind when the alcohol is removed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the sad husk. Sad oh, I like husk. if I were a beer. Well, I'd obviously be Stella, wouldn't I? Would you? Reassuringly expensive, I believe the tagline is. It was, oh, yeah. Of course, Rubbish. yes. Yeah. Yes, I'd, I'd like to be carriage race, carriage race, carriage race. That's all the rest of the test. Al, if you were a beer... I'm going to go a little bit Hofmeister, follow the bear. Follow the bear. I'll take that, yeah. Well, he's got that laddie side to him, Frank. I can see him in a bomber jacket and a jaunty trilby. Oh, I don't I, mind. I, I wouldn't mind either of those items. If you were a perfume, I'm thinking high karate. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you are essentially a killing machine. I, no, I am so not. But Look, um, you, you had a black but, uh, belt in, what was it, Apkido, when Ap-Kido. you were... <laughs> Words when on. you were, were about eight, I think Keto exists. But oh, does yeah. it? I did not have that. You've taken two things that happened and you've changed both details. Oh, have <laughs> Well, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh. Everyone's got basic judo. Yeah, I absolutely. haven't. Oh, I have. Have you? Yes. I've never thought anyone belt. in pajamas. Excellent. White belt. Yeah, I um, I always thought I've never really believed in judo. I always think there's an right. element of taking a dive. Right. You think, well, this bloke's obviously trying to pull me over his shoulders. I'll give him a bit of a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Do it spring up a bit. Mm-hmm. Could you throw me to the floor now against my will? I, I, I'd like to think so, yeah. God, okay. it's like women in love. I'm not watching <laughs> this. <laughs> OK, well, uh, well, let's give it a go. Put, put some music on. Obviously, we don't have to hear any crunching. Put some mats down. <laughs> you be Ollie Reed. you be Alan Bates. OK. We've got to take our... Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I was always worried about sparks off that coal fire. (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. (laughs) Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't text us. Me no likey. And no lighty. No. Mm. You'd be good um, hosting a game show. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll try it. Or a, or a quiz. I've often felt that you've got a quiz in you. You love a quiz, don't you? Mm. You like you a are. fact yeah. and you're likeable. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes Thank droll. You. Sometimes droll. You can, droll. You can offer a pithy answer when they say something, couldn't you? Anyway, okay. Anyway. But, you know, you're no war and peace. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, I'd like to bring a new story to your attention, uh, Frank, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of uh, a little-known television programme named Doctor Who, but uh, mm. <gasps> there was there was a while ago um, when it was brought back, 2005, was it? 2005, it was. already, already, ten, ten years, years ago. ago. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but Christopher Eccleston played <laughs> right, the New Doctor. York agent. <laughs> he played the Doctor <laughs> already. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, and uh, and he now suggests that he uh, he fell out with bosses because he he stuck with a northern accent. Um, I, he said, "I'm going to quote directly was from the Eccleston? article now." Yeah, he, I, was I'm he gonna, the ninth Doctor Frank? He was the ninth. I'm going to quote directly from the article here, Emily. I'd like your opinion on this. Sure. Unless you count, unless you count the War Doctor. Oh, that's the ninth. Oh well, no, I would count him obviously. No, I would. I would. So ridiculous. Well, he's called the I war. know what the war doctor is. He's I don't even know what any of the doctors John, are. John Hurt was the war doctor. 
How's that? Thank you very much. Well, I'm glad you've done that, because uh, Christopher Eccleston said, I wanted to move him away from RP, <laughs> received pronunciation, it says in brackets, f- for the t- first time, because we shouldn't make a correlation between intellect and accent, although that still needs addressing. I agree with that. Emily, could you explain that to me and Frank, please? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> You see, I, I never buy all this. Oh, don't get work because I'm northern. Rubbish. You clean up, you lot. I'm we sorry, do clean up. Still That's part of the problem. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in my flat. Get, get that You work. clean up in my flat. <laughs> yeah. No, you clean up because I think it's, a, it's an absolute positive these days to be regional. People want jobs oh. for the regional. Listen to me. Let, do you like the authority? Can yeah. only get that way. Listen RP. to me. Listen to me. Imagine if I tried to present "Take Me Out." No likey, no lighty. <laughs> that sounds sinister. Mm. No Let, lighty, you say? <laughs> then clearly, no likey. <laughs> Let the peanut see the colada. Yes, that sounds like right. punishment. Mm-hmm. Yes, as it does sound a bit like. Is it safe? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. I think he's talking rubbish. What happened then? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it wouldn't work. No, but I think with a lot of the acting stuff, I think accent is that you couldn't see. You can have. um, I mean, he wasn't quite right that it had been RP on. Sylvester McCoy was sounded a bit Scottish when he was. I was going to say Sylvester Stallone. When he was a doctor, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. uh, I think that was torture. But um, I, I I think someone with my accent couldn't be the doctor. Mm. Scottish, Scottish is all right. You know, Capaldi they can accept Scottish. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? When you did Doctor Who, Frank? Yes, uh, I remember that. <laughs> what was your accent? Was it a sort of educated Smith? Someone said one of the reviews said I basically played Frank Skitter, Skinner with a hat on. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, I stuck with my own thing. But I was playing an engineer, so that seemed to make sense. Yeah. But the doc, you couldn't have done. I when I once wrote a sitcom set in the West Midlands, right, called Blue Heaven, and I said to the director, "What we're going to find now is, you know, plenty of actors from." He said, "Well, be careful with that. Too, we don't have too many people from. We don't want it all to be yum 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 yum." <laughs> he said to me, <laughs> "So there is. Um, I think he's right." I don't think that's why he left. I think that story's been a bit mangled. Right. Uh, no one quite knows why he left, but I don't think it's that. He, he does say in the pro, she asks him why he's got a northern accent, mm. Rose. Oh, yeah. Played by Billy Piper. And he says, well, lots of planets have a north. Oh. So it Fine. is sort of, sort of explained. You know, he says he chose to leave. I'm just saying, his first gig after leaving, do you know what it was? No. ITV's best ever Muppet moments. Really? No. He did the commentary. Did he? That's a, it's a bit God, leaving to spend more that. time with the family. Come on. It is. Work on other projects. <laughs> oh, dear. He's good, though. He is. He's a great doc. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Mm. I was saying to Alan... Alston. I was saying to Alan just the other day that things would have been very different for Will I Am if he was from the North. He'd have been known as Will I Eckers-like. <laughs> <laughs> it I mean, is doc- different. Doctor Who is the ultimate. He's like me. He's like the northerner with a travel card, isn't he? He's. Uh, mm. I, I've got an Oyster card. I'm, I'm mm. comfortable in London, but I live in the north. And uh, you know, Christopher Eccleston. He was northern, but had a Tardis. He could but, go anywhere. 
Oh, da- oh, David Tennant had to put on a voice, didn't he? I think he chose to. I don't know to. if he had to. Oh, did but he, he did. To? Oh, I okay. think he chose to to show his range. Yes. Oh, I love his range. He mm. did. Uh, he did a good, uh, good job on it. Cause I, I was at the thing where they they announced that Capaldi was going to do it in his Scottish accent, and they asked David Tennant what he thought. He said, "I just think it's lazy." Did he? Funny. Oh, yes. I'm amazed they got Christopher Eccleston to talk about. Doctor Who at all usually won't even discuss it. He won't open it. up, will mm-hmm. he? I read a thing recently where the woman was interviewing him over the phone and she asked him about Doctor Who and there's just a click and he'd gone. Oh, was it click burn? And his agent, his agent came on and said, I think Christopher's put the phone down. You're told not to mention <gasps> Doctor Who. So. Brilliant. It's a bit, I would I've love had... to be like that. I'd love there to be a thing. I would, I'd tolerate a hang-up from Eccleston. Mm. Yeah, great. what is what would you be yours if somebody mentioned uh, Descartes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. I think we all know what mine is. <laughs> D-O-B. <laughs> what? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we would, I wouldn't even dream of that. What's mine? The Brits? Um, oh, I don't know. It's quite a few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that comes up fairly frequently. <laughs> I interviewed um, David Essex once, and just before we started, he said to me, I, I don't, I'd rather you didn't mention the 70s. <laughs> was this when he was on the radio <laughs> show? Oh, no, this was on the telly. Thought, what about when whoa. he was on this show? And, oh, oh, no, that was, was awkward. He's a lovely bloke, actually. And and I, had a, Ringo had... Starr said to me just before we went on, don't, 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 uh, don't go on about the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we oh. going to talk about own stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, that's why you're here, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine was feeling rather poorly. <laughs> It was his golden age. Heather Mills doesn't like having to talk about uh, Paul McCartney either. Mm-hmm. I've seen her on a chat show Is that right? It's difficult, isn't it? She says uh, there's loads of other stuff she does, her charity work and being a vegan. She'd like to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Well, I think that's fair enough. Mm. <sighs> Have they had a Doctor Who from the West Country yet? Have they gone for West Country? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Doctor Who! Well... They need. They had John Peru. They like had John Pertwee. John Pertwee, who wasn't from the West Country, but you see, used to do, love to do that little voice. He always did that. Like when he went, went on to be worse. Oh, when he was gummed. Oh, I'm a little anthony. But for years, he'd been doing a West Country accent on old radio shows oh. and stuff. Ah. Oh, Pertwee. Remember, do you remember my New Year's resolution not to talk about Doctor Who anymore on this show? How's that How long did that last? About it's forty going, seconds. I don't think it's going. It's going better than the, the milk chocolate. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, I, um, I read for a part recently. Um, You've turned into such an actor. Theatrical anecdotes coming up. Can you imagine you saying that five years ago? I like it, I have to if say. If ever I say the treble A, you will tell me, won't you? You know the treble A, you hear them say? Bar. A-A-A. Now, the, um, as an actor... Oh. oh! Please don't ever let me say that. No, you have to say uh, what my mother's boyfriend used to say, which was, uh, if there was a fight or an argument or anything, he'd say, trouble in the wings, dear. <laughs> That's when you know you're an actor. But I love all that. I do love all that. But anyway, um, yeah, when people say, I was working with a lovely little actor called... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went up for a part. I had to be um, a Romanian. Oh, OK. For the part. Now I know. TV or theatre, darling? I know. I, I, I shouldn't specify. I understand. Really. It's all top secret. I, understand. Um, I, I said to. Um, I said to my agent. No, I didn't. I was talking. I have a friend who's Romanian. And it's surprisingly, it's a bit Italian ish because it's one of the Latinate Eastern okay. European. So he sort of said, I would like to do there, but it's not good for me. So I can't really do it. That's what he's like. 
So I said, I'm, I didn't say I'm going to do your voice because I thought mm. you might. So I said, What do you think about this for Romanian? Yes, I saw that, but you know what? I, for me, it's not good. I like to do it, but um, <laughs> if I do it lots of times, it's, I, I, don't, then I don't enjoy it, and so it's not good. So I did it, and, and he said, no, no, don't, don't. That's too feminine. You sound too feminine. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, it's you. I'm doing you. <laughs> he said, no, it's feminine. Don't do that. It doesn't sound good. Oh. So I ended up doing it sort of Bela Lugosi. Tell, tell oh, us yeah. how you did it, let's hear. I did it like with this. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Yes, Please I don't d- say you did that in the audition, you're never going to get it. I'm afraid I did. Well, maybe I won't get it, but that was I decided. And he'd put me off it was with it my like, accuracy. Frank, how was it like the audition? Was it like the flash dance panel? Were there three of them sitting there? It was two there? people and a camera. Oh. And um, there was lots of um, people outside look, who looked ambitious. Oh. Did you have to queue up with others? Well, there was others in the way. Oh, was that a chorus line? I love it. Yeah, Who it was, was like there? Jason young, there was young, there was young people with their dads who were up for other part. Obviously, I wasn't up for that part. <laughs> I wasn't up for any part you could take your dad with you, um, unless he was in an urn. <laughs> but I um, did you see Stephen Tompkinson and Graham Norton in the queue? No, so those I are think your two lookalikes. Assuming it was <clears throat> no, I think it was. Um, who was it? I think it was Richard Griffiths <laughs> was up for it, and Lenny Henry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Richard Griffiths, I think, is no longer with us. No. I don't know brought that up. <sighs> so, yes. Well, I hope you get it. Well, you know, we'll see. Be a nice little bit of a cash bonus. Well, I, I don't do it for the money. I do it for love nowadays, That's do right. Mm. What about that bit, though? One of the poshest things I've ever heard in Doctor was the Brigadier, who was incredibly posh. And there was one of the great moments. The actor who played him is very popular. Yeah, there's yeah. like a... He's a sort of... A gargoyle has sort of got off a side of a church. So it's like a devil with the tongue sticking out and all that. But it's walking. And it's walking towards them. And he says to this soldier, um, chap there with wings, five rounds rapid. And that's a great moment. Ah. Oh. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. I'd like to talk this morning about the chess grandmaster, Chaos <laughs> Nigalese. I Are like, I'd like to work? talk. I like to talk this morning. It reminded me a bit of. I think I mentioned this at the Brighton conference. <laughs> something I heard he was Harold Wilson say. The Armenian Tigran Petrosian. Wow. Mm. You are. You're so not even reading these. No. If anything, you're just you're looking so at upon modern chess. I know them. I hang out sometimes with the chess guys. The masters. What's a chess groupie? Think of a think of a name that I can call myself. Um, Anyway, he was expelled. He was expelled. He was caught using his mobile telephone. Mm -hmm. This is a bit police statement, isn't it? In the toilet. Yeah. He denied it initially. And then they found a mobile phone <laughs> in the bin wrapped in tissues, yes. which had his Facebook page open on it. Yeah. And a chess computer. <laughs> and yes. I mean, it didn't look good for him. One of the problems with his initial denial was that he said that he'd, uh, it wasn't his phone, it was his girlfriend's, and they said, no, you're a chess grandmaster, you haven't got a girlfriend. No. <laughs> that was the big giveaway. See, I'd have thought the cheating would be more on the bloke who'd been left behind at the table while that one went to the toilet. You know, when you, yeah. co- you come back from the toilet and go, uh, what's that? Yeah, I haven't touched anything. Yeah, yeah. They well. said they were suspicious he kept spending at least ten minutes in the toilet and was making frequent trips. In the exact same cubicle, though, when there was a Ooh. choice of three. Do you think that, it was a night's nice movement? 
<laughs> Lovely prank. Very good. That isn't the first illegal activity that would spring to my mind if he was doing that. I have to say, I, I was in a competition recently when I had to come up with uh, topical material about things that were happening in the world of poetry. Mm. And my smartphone was no help. <laughs> oh, yeah. At all. <laughs> No, it's, you'd, you'd think they'd be above that, wouldn't you? They're so yeah. cheating. It's like, it's what you're doing a pub quiz, not a it's chess a bit, It's tournament. a bit Lance Armstrong. They call it, uh, high, what do they call it? It's high-tech doping, apparently, yeah. is the name oh. for it. It is. How does it, so what, I don't understand with the computer. I don't understand how it helps them. What is it, just computer just tells you exactly what to do? Well, I suppose, yeah. It's like, it's the equivalent of looking up a question on uh, okay. in a pop quiz. You just put in the moves that you've got and the computer tells you the way forward. Oh. Yeah, you can press a button well, there. That's all right. Why don't we just do all next? agree to do that? It'll be finished now. Well, well, I'll tell you what I the BBC think he's said. I think the, he's Russian or something. The BBC <laughs> said uh, on the BBC website, they love an opportunity to get a little pun. They said this could be the worst move of his career. Oh, oh. his checkered career. That's oh. a shame. Someone on the sub editor's desk went out for a little cocktail after they <laughs> yeah. came out with that one. I don't know if they do that anymore. Oh, BBC. Okay. No. <laughs> the Daily Mail gets hold of you. They're finished. Mm, are, you, so are you a cheat? Am I a cheat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> are, you love, are you a love rat? Are you, are you Frank? Are I'm you not a cheat, cheat nor love rat? No, definitely not. That's Have you ever thing. cheated in any exam or anything like that? Never. Really? I, I feel so fiercely about that. Is that I couldn't? I couldn't chat. I couldn't cheat. Sorry, I missed. I'll kill that typist. Mm. I, no, <laughs> in, in any game, they, they, I, I did a, a quiz show on the telly recently, and they said we'd rather you didn't look up the answers to the things. Mm. And I thought I would never do that. In a million years. I'd rather fail miserably. Mm. This bloke, I, I, I think ill of him. I'll be honest with you. Well, okay? We cleared that up? It's very clear. Is any clear, kids yeah. listening? I think they'll learn. Very clear. From you, that. Giving your opinions in black and white there. Yeah. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, it's not just the the world of chess that has been rocked. There's uh, there's a story recently that um, Lizzie Maggie, you've probably not heard of her. She invented Monopoly, but hasn't got the credit for it because she went off and registered it as her game, mm. and uh, she had to even put a a, a a man's name on, and other men then took it and oh, made it man. made it popular as Monopoly. <laughs> Typical men. It's amazing, isn't it? Apparently, back then. She she put the patent in for the the name for it then was called the landlord's game. Sounds up your street, Frank. Excellent. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they uh, that'd be good for on the box. The landlord's uh, game, right up your street. Yeah, yeah. And a big she, picture of Frank. She got in one of those Nicholas von Hoogstraat and coats <laughs> yeah. and hat. Good for you. Mm. She got $500 for her creation because uh, back then men had a monopoly on the game Monopoly. That was how it worked. That's so wrong. It is wrong, isn't it? It is wrong. But it said, I read that thing, and it said that the original game that she came up with, the landlord's game, mm -hmm. was a left wing teaching tool. Yeah. To teach you about the pitfalls of capitalism. Yeah. Oh. And a lot of toys started out apparently in. in on the left, like that, there was like um, really? Nintendo was originally Leninendo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Still is in France. Yeah, and action. All the action figures then were Star Wars. 
about the Rus- <laughs> when the Russian Tsars were. Uh, yeah. Tsar. He's so happy with that. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You see, this is a, the monopoly is now. A, it's a capitalist dream, isn't it? Mm. I'll tell you what I don't get about Monopoly is it was... Uh, did you, you know there was a thing recently of the best toys, best hundred oh, toys? Oh, yes. yeah. They were all games, things I don't even think of as toys. Oh, like yes. There was Monopoly and... Yes. I yeah. mean, is chess a toy? Lego. I think chess should be a toy, yeah, it's great. It should be a toilet, apparently. I like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Cluedo, because I'm a suspicious type by nature. But is it a toy, Cluedo? Well... I would, it's a leisure activity. Yeah, but so is um, inhaling laughing gas. <laughs> Par example. Is that, a, is that a toy? No. no. It is in my house. Well, <laughs> well, you'll be laughing on the other side of your face when Brendan Rogers finds out. <laughs> Do you know Brendan Rogers? No, but... <laughs> no, but actually, t- I don't yes. want the tip in that instance. No, OK. <laughs> Five foot eight, Brendan Do you know what Rogers. I hate about Lego? Right? Five foot eight? Who would have thought that? Who's this? Yeah, Brendan it's Rogers. a sort of travel version of what a football manager. What about Sven Goran Eriksson's size four shoes? I'm just saying. No. no. Size four? No. I know someone who did a shoot with him, and they got a phone call saying size four for Sven, please. No. no that was... It's true. It's true. Size has he, has four shoes. Has he got shoes. a peg leg? They sound like pegs. Size four? I think my ankles are size four. You wouldn't keep a shoe on with a size no, four. I've got ankles. Excuse me, I'm size three. Yeah, but it's different for wow. the ladies. <laughs> Do you know what I hate about Lego, Frank? Go on. Nobody you can't talk. It's not like doing hell. There's no talking in Lego. Here. Just sit there making things. Who does that, freaks? Lego movie, quite a lot of talking. <laughs> just, you know, just to try and Good bring point. it around. Bring Good it around point. on the positive side. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a... Uh, Quite a lot of swearing attached I'm to Lego to in my of, house, but that's when mar- I step on it. I'm on trying to think of a Marxist Lego thing where I'm... Oh, yes, I'm struggling, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Lenin go. Lenin goat. Lenin... <sighs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Tell you what, I was surprised uh, not to be on the list of most popular toys. Was, you were surprised uh, not to be on the list. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, yeah, me. I think you've got strange view of yourself. The, the Allen. The Allen. Imagine a toy called the Allen. The Allen. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Imagine, if you don't mind me saying, a child called Allen. Yeah. The Alan. Alan. The, the Alan. Alan with a U. Yeah. Alan with a U. Uh, no, the Etch-a-Sketch, because uh, yeah. my my brother once wrote a swear word, a, a big swear word, on oh. an Etch-a-Sketch, oh. and then forgot and went out <laughs> playing, and my mum found it. <laughs> and when he got back, he got in all kinds of trouble. So yeah. I think since that moment, Etch-a-Sketch has been my favourite toy, because oh, that yeah. was such fun. If only he'd shaken. Yeah, he forgot to shake. Yeah, always shake. Oh, That's what I always. say. And the yo-yo, I mean, the popularity of that's up and down. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think that was on the top 100, wasn't it? I think it might have been in there, yeah. Do you remember Simon? You copied the sounds he made. Do you remember him? Yeah. Was it like Simon, Simon Says? It was based on Well, I think it was that. the Perno years for you, no offence. Okay. It was, it was coloured panels. Yes, coloured yeah, panels. Yeah, Sheridan that... Morley bought us one one Christmas. Oh, Lovely just... toy, that. Yeah, me too. Must have got a job lot and sent them <laughs> out to various families. Sheridan Morley. Sheridan Morley. Sheridan Morley. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. It was a shock to us. Uh, I think he sent me some clackers. <laughs> oh, is a he? <laughs> yes. Yes, it's a he. Robert, Mor- it's Robert Morley's son. You remember yeah, the British, British so actor? Yeah, he bought so many. He bought us the first calculator clackers? from... Uh, sh- what's that? Do you remember clackers? What were they again? They I were don't two, like the sound or- of them. two orange plastic balls on a string. Right. And he used to wave your... And he went... <laughs> 
Oh, that I do really, remember that yes, they, they were a sort of like Newton's cradle with attitude. Right. Mm. Yeah, they were big. There was one of those, you know, every year there's the, the toy that sells out just before Christmas. Uh-huh. Oh, I yeah. don't mean it sounds out like it does an advert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, they nearly all do adverts, the toys. They do, do, don't they? But, um, yeah, one that goes up to, And Clackers was one of them. Now it's, it's forgotten. Mm. It's, I think that probably there might be a health and safety element to it. Oh. It, was, it was from the sort of from the people who bought you nomchakers. You remember those? Oh, yeah. oh I know nomchakers. You'd know that, Mr. Martial Art. <laughs> I would. I would. Uh, where did you stand on Operation? Um... I was not a fan. Kath, my, my partner, loved Operation. Oh, I'll come round and play it with her. Yeah, but you, can you still get it? Oh, I'm sure. I had an Operation pen. Really? And it was a pen that had a, the little version of it on it and, and a little Well, uh, we lost tweezers. all the parts, so we had to use my mother's tweezers. But <laughs> oh, I, OK. I don't think they should be giving children surgical responsibilities, though. No. It was a bit stressful, Operation, because his nose started going red. You yeah. know that would happen oh, every time yes. you touched it. Do you not remember that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tom, uh, Action Man was in the top 100, but not Tommy Gunn. Don't remember now, Tommy, Tommy Gunn. Gunn was the British version of Action Man, and he had real laces in his shoes. you telling me that isn't better than Action Man? It was, was just moulded. <laughs> Are you? No, you're not. OK, we've ended on a Tommy Gunn reference. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very I'm much to the police this evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big hand for them. Come on, every, all three of us. Come on for the police. A round of applause for the police. They do a tough job, you know, it's not easy. <laughs> and they have horses to look after as well, on top of all that. OK, so thank you so much for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, this time next week on Absolute Radio. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.